Good morning for Thursday, October 7th, 2010. This is the New York Times Audio Digest, presented by Audible. Here's what's making news on the front page today. The U.S. tries to calm Pakistan over air raids. New York is seeking to wean poor from sodas. And a judge prohibits a key U.S. witness in a terror trial. In today's business headlines, threats of lost coverage bring U.S. waivers. The FTC accuses tax relief firm of empty promises, and a like-named website seeks to part with MSNBC. There will be more business stories along with more national and world news, a roundup from the sports page, and New York Times columnist Nicholas Kristof. Now, as selected by the editors of the New York Times, here are the stories on today's front page. The top story is titled, U.S. Tries to Calm Pakistan Over Raids. It's reported by Helene Cooper and Eric Schmidt. The Obama administration scrambled to halt a sharp deterioration in its troubled relationship with Pakistan on Wednesday, blanketing Islamabad, the capital, with apologies for a helicopter strike on a border post that killed three Pakistani soldiers last week. But even as the White House tried to mollify Pakistan, officials acknowledged that the uneasy allies faced looming tensions over a host of issues far larger than the airstrike and the subsequent closure of supply lines into Afghanistan. American pressure to show progress in Afghanistan is translating into increased pressure on Pakistan to crack down on terrorist groups. It is also running up against Pakistan's sensitivity about its sovereignty and its determination to play a crucial role in any reconciliation with the Taliban. American and NATO officials said privately that the Pakistani government's closing of a crucial border crossing might have made it easier for militants to attack long lines of backed-up tanker trucks carrying fuel through Pakistan to Afghanistan to support the American war effort. Still, the unusual apologies, officials and outside analysts said, were intended to clear away the debris from the explosive events along the border in hopes of maintaining Pakistani cooperation. The overall commander of forces in Afghanistan, General David Petraeus, has been pulling out all the stops, aggressively using the U.S. troop surge, greatly expanding special operations raids, as many as a dozen commando raids a night, and pressing the Central Intelligence Agency to ramp up Predator and Reaper drone operations in Pakistan. He has also, through the not-so-veiled threat of cross-border ground operations, put pressure on the Pakistani army to pursue militants in the tribal areas, even as the Pakistani army has continued to struggle with relief from the catastrophic floods this summer. The fragility of Pakistan and the tentativeness of the alliance was underscored in a White House report to Congress this week, which sharply criticized the Pakistani military effort against al-Qaeda and other insurgents and noted the ineffectiveness of its civilian government. American officials lined up to placate Pakistani sensitivities on intrusions of their sovereignty. Petraeus offered Pakistan the most explicit American mea culpa yet for the cross-border helicopter strikes, saying that the American-led coalition forces deeply regret the tragic loss of life. Anne Patterson, the American ambassador to Pakistan, quickly followed suit, calling Pakistan's brave security forces an important ally in the war. And Admiral Mike Mullen, the chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, offered a private but official apology to Pakistan's military chief, General Ashfaq Parvez Kayani, during a telephone call on Wednesday afternoon. 